You're listening to the weekly podcast of HF Ministries of Reconciliation of Wellington, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Well, good afternoon. Praise God. It is a day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, and we're glad in this day. Thank you uh, for coming in with us today. We thank God for his miracles. Praise God for giving us another opportunity that we can worship and bow down before him. Let us worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Let us worship him in the beauty of holiness. Let us look to the Lord for all that he is giving us as we present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. It is a reasonable service to worship and bow down before the Lord God our Maker. So we want to ask you to let us worship together and glorify the name of the Lord. <clears throat> As we start uh, on this first day of the week, this uh, we look at it and we look at <clears throat> the Sabbath has passed and we thank God for his Sabbath of rest and the first day of the week on the eighth day, the new beginning, we praise God for it. So we ask that you be a blessing to the ministry. Let God direct your heart as to what to give, how to give, and then uh, watch him uh, show you that he appreciate you obeying him and giving to him according to what he has planned. Now, Pam Robinson, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. We praise God for his presence. Jesus will return like a thief in the night. He will show up when we are not expecting him. And we always remember that Jesus is Lord because he is the great I am, and he is worthy to be praised. So this day as we praise him and thank God for our dear sister Pamela Robinson uh, bringing it to our attention, uh, we want to encourage you. Let us praise God together. Let us glorify his name and watch God work miracles in our lives. Uh, I do thank God for all that he's done. And I, I thank God for last week, uh, such a great study he, that he gave us. And uh, now I want to tell you, I want to be the first one to say, uh, I did, I, it was not me, it was of him. Uh, uh, so I take no credit for what has been done. I was only the instrument 
that he used, or I was a conduit for him to get the word through and out. And so, but I thank him for using me. Anything, anything uh, that he is doing, I want to be in the midst of it. I want him to use me. I want to to be one of the ones who he will and can uh, use me. Now, this week as we endeavor upon the activities of this week, and uh, I'm praying that God will lead me as to what to do and how to do this because uh, I don't I don't know I uh, I'm one of the ones I uh, it, you know whatever God does then it's not of my smart not of my intellect but it's whatever He does I'm not smart enough to bring forth some of the things that He brings forth. So we want to look at this week the flavor of God's favor. The flavor of God's favor. Yes, it is God's favor on us that has caused us to be in a position of receiving the blessings of God. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your loving kindness and for your tender mercy. Thank you for your favor, the grace of God that is sufficient to keep us, that has kept us uh, even up until this time and will continue to keep us. Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made, and we want to rejoice and be glad in it. We we want to be glad about what you are doing and to express our gratitude and appreciation for the things that we know that we are incapable of doing because those things that was impossible to us, you have made them possible. So, Father, we thank you for it. Thank you for the healing of our bodies. Thank you, Lord, for keeping our minds stayed on you and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, that perfect peace that you have instilled in us, that even in the midst of chaos, you have uh, allowed us to be full of your peace, that perfect peace. Father, we do understand that the fear of God is the first step of wisdom. It is the beginning of wisdom. And so we ask that you enlighten us with your wisdom, uh, that with that referen reverential fear uh, of, of you, not a, a, a fear of, of frightened or afraid of you, but Father, we want to reverentially respect you. We want to adore you. We want to allow you to live in us and live through us, knowing, O oh God, that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all we can ask or think. Father, we th ask, O oh God, that, and thank you as you guide our words, uh, guide our tongue, uh, 
Guide our minds into your storehouse of wisdom. Guide our tongues, Lord, that our tongues may speak out of the oracles of the Holy Ghost. What the Holy Ghost says, bless us to hear and say and see. Father, we thank you for it. Now, Lord, guide us into this word that we might better understand your favor, that we might better utilize the, the power of your favor, that your favor will guide us into eternal life. So, Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank God this morning. Shirley Foster, God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Pam Robinson, God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, and we just believe that God is. Uh, we believe that God is a God that flavors our favor. You know, he he is the one that puts the the ingredients or, or the taste or, or the, the the that which allows the favor of God to be soothing to us and uh, the allows the the grace of God, the favor of God, to manifest uh, the the approval of God upon us. So. As we look at favor this morning, we want to uh, somewhat earthly identify favor and uh, spiritually identify. Uh, and favor in the natural sense is the approval. So we, and we look at it from the spiritual sense. It is God's approval. It's God's grace. It is the support that has been given to us and when in the natural sense when a person gives us uh, some from the resources of this world support uh, in the spiritual sense God gives us resources from the spirit world uh, from from the heavenly realm we are provided with that kind of uh, support uh, that likening liking uh, that God provides for someone or something that uh, will legislate the view uh, uh, what, uh, of the favor of God, his, his approval, his, his, his being satisfied with our actions. You know, it's, it's that uh, approval, appropriations of, uh, that he gives us with that we are stand uh, not under condemnation, but because of the, the status that we are, uh, his favor puts us, moves us from condemnation to conviction that we are, are, are in a position of repentance and his favor the grace of God accepts their repentance and give us justification for it. He justifies us uh, because of our, our ability to uh, come under his conviction and realize I've done wrong against God and I must apologize for that. So godless sorrow working repentance 
when we are sorry for our actions. We are sorry about what we've done against God. And as David said, uh, this sin that we've done we uh, against God and God only have we committed this sin in his sight, you know. And so when we look at that and we, we look at uh, his favor rather than his disapproval, look at him making us acceptable because we had fallen so far down, hear me, uh, we were not acceptable unto God. We had fallen so far out of his grace uh, that, that, well, that, that the sin of Adam and the inherited sin that we received had put us in a position that we were not accepted. We were not considered as God's ch son, uh, God's child, but we, we, we were considered as sons of the demonic force uh, which was causing us to carry out the activities that we were carrying out. But the favor of God eradicated all of that. Hear me good. The favor of God came upon us, made us acceptable, and then provided us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, restored our sonship status, that when we stand before God now, we stand led of the Spirit as sons of God. And I want us to see the favor of God in our lives. Uh, and it is undeserved. It is unmerited. That the, the kind of grace and favor that favor that we are receiving, we don't deserve it. We don't we didn't earn it. We can't earn it. It's far beyond us, but God made us acceptable, robed us in his righteousness uh, that we are covered from hair to toe, from hair to toenail. God has made us truly wrapped in his righteousness that he don't see all that other stuff because we are cleansed through the blood of Jesus, which allowed us uh, to be eligible to receive the favor of God. And uh, it's only through his favor that uh, this, is, has, this has been placed upon us. So all the resources of this world, which was created for mankind from the beginning, uh, we were not eligible for it. I mean, for, for the earth, bringing forth the vegetations and providing a, a, a nourishment for us. We were not eligible because when we fell from the righteousness of God to a filthy rag, uh, not only did we fall, but the state of our mind, our intellect, everything fell. And through the natural inclinations, we tried learning. Uh, the things of God, which would would prepare us to once again uh, 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 put the earth in a position that it can produce the nourishing things that we need to maintain ourselves in this life. 
I pray that you can understand that we were not eligible to receive anything. The resources of this world, neither are the resources of the spirit world. We, once we had fallen, everything, everything uh, that was of the righteousness of God were removed from us. It was too far out of our reach for us to touch it. And because of the nature of God, this is why we can't understand. Many of us cannot understand without spiritual comprehension that takes us to into a state to look spiritually into something. Many of us wonder, why do doors close before other doors open? Because the door that is open to us now and the door that we are receiving our resource, the door that is serving us, closes that, that we will not have that door to go back to uh, to, to prevent us from moving to the next door, which God has blessed even bigger and better than the door that we were going to for our resources, the door that was serving us. Uh, it is now removed out of our lives that we can go to the door that God wants to put in our lives. See, God is all about growth. He's all about elevation. And so we have to understand that we cannot stay in the same place. This is why we need to stay in the Word because you don't know God if you don't know His Word. In order to know Him, you must know His Word. Jesus declared, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will. So the elevation that you need, uh, without the word, you don't have the intellect to ask for the elevation. You don't have the intellect uh, to ask, Lord, move me to the next level. I want to grow in you. And there's one thing about being stalemated in God is that you cannot be st stationary in God because God is eternal. He's continuously moving. This is why he tells us to run with patience the race that is set before because God is continuously moving throughout eternity. Uh, but in his movement, he moves everything at the same time. In his movement, there is no dimensions of past, present, and future. But uh, all of it is present with God. All of it is now. And so, uh, but he's continually moving and advancing through 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 time, through uh, the eternity. Whereas we are stuck in time, and because we are in time, we have a past, we have a present, we have a future. But with God, God is always everywhere at the same time. Now he's in what we call our past. Uh, now he's in what we call our present. And future, he's in what we call our future. And to, 
to take you a little further in that, go a little deeper, uh, you will never see yesterday uh, because yesterday is history. You will never see yesterday merging or uh, coming into the day and hindering what God have for you today. Each day have its own. So yesterday, uh, which used to be today, is it, it, it cannot attach the activities of yesterday or the history of yesterday today. If it attached, we will find ourselves doing the same things into uh, uh, what we call today uh, that we did yesterday. And because God is an advancing God, he's a moving God, the same things that we did yesterday should be left in yesterday to exist for itself. Uh, and today we should be all about the purpose of God for this day, but only with the favor of God that we are able, capable of taking on the purposes of today. And when in today, we cannot take today into tomorrow because every time tomorrow reach the, the point of time, uh, which is now with us, it is today. Uh, is uh, it cannot uh, say bring tomorrow into uh, the time period without it be changing and becoming today. And today's purpose, every day, God has given us a purpose that should be fulfilled in that day. So it it takes the favor of God, and remember, the favor of God is spiritual. Yes, grace is spiritual and and we we might have uh leniency we uh we might extend to others uh natural favors but we we don't have the grace of god because it is spiritual and that spiritual might take on our naturals and cause us to produce activities that clears people and bring them to the place of the grace of God. And what I'm saying to you is that <clears throat> God extended to us mercy, but uh, mercy was not enough alone because mercy only alleviated the pain and suffering of our sins, but it did not give us the what we needed to be as right as God. And so we needed the righteousness of God. God extended favor, the grace of God, to bring us to the state of his righteousness That uh, because even in the mercy of God and his grace, uh, his favor rather, that was bestowed upon us, we still only came to the place of human righteousness. And that human righteousness, watch this, it was appeared before God as filthy rags. Uh, that human righteousness, when we were doing the best that we can do, uh, it was something, it appeared as something 
that needed to be tossed aside, tossed into the trash, or burned. It was rubbish. And so we need to know and understand that by his grace, by his mercy, that we, God has flavored our favor with his, with his, the sweetness of, uh, I don't have to suffer the punishment that I'm eligible for, uh, that I, I worked so hard in sin to receive. No, uh, I, the, the, my, my paycheck, uh, which is the blessings of God, uh, it go far beyond that. Uh, so uh, what we must recognize uh, that because of the actions of God, I'm made better than the best. I, 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 I'm because the best uh, uh, brings us to a place of his righteousness, the righteousness of God. Uh, the, 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 the better, rather, brings us to a place of the earthly righteousness, but the best brings us to a place of the spiritual righteousness of God. So we need to declare this morning and allow the Spirit of God to bless us. I want to give us a few scriptures because what I give you is based on scripture. Uh, and as we talk about the, the flavor of the favor of God, listen to Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. And the first thing is say, understand. Now, uh, we, we must realize and understand uh, the, the depthness of that word because uh, when we understand something, it is like hearing uh, something. And because we are not listening to it, we hear it, but it's, it, it does not affect us because we are not uh, hearing it to the point of understanding it because when we understand it, we find ourselves living it or, or, or ignoring uh, it completely and uh, moving it out of our lives that it does not change our lives. So the first word in, in, in Deuteronomy 7 and 9 says understand. And then the word therefore. And we always say, when you see that word, therefore, uh, the first question is asked, what is it there for? Why uh, is it there? And it is there for the purpose of us understanding what happened be uh, before this was spoken and what happened and what, what is happening after it is spoken. So it said, therefore, understand that the Lord your God is indeed God. Understand that he has declared that I am God, I'm your God, and I am the only God. I am indeed God. You know, all of these other idols and all of these things that people uh, call themselves worshiping, uh, it's not God. It, it is an idol. It is a, it is a rock or a stone or a tree or whatever, uh, cow or, or whatever, you know, 
but it's not God. So we don't want to find ourselves uh, in a relationship or that uh, it, with something that it, it, we have to carry out in the religious practice of it. But we, our relationship would be, should be a live, uh, a live person that we are uh, a uh, deity or supreme being that we don't have to appease, uh, but because uh, we, uh, he has, what he has done for us, we don't have to appease him, but we have to accept what he did for us. It's not what we do for him and uh, that changes things in our life. It's what he has done for us that changes things. And in our appreciation, we do the things that we do uh, to show him, I appreciate what you've done that changed my life for the better. And so uh, he, he lets us know that the Lord, your God, is God indeed. And then it started naming out the things uh, because he's God indeed. Uh, first, he is uh, the faithful God and he keeps covenant for a thousand generations. He Whatever he said that he would do uh, and when he uh, keep covenants, when, when we follow that word, it, he keep his agreement with us. Everything that he's spoken, he keep it with us. Uh, it say a thousand generations, but what it's saying uh, into the eternal state, and that is forever. He keep his agreement. When we break that agreement, we break that agreement, then uh, we cut ourselves off from his blessings, his covenant, his favor, we cut ourselves off from that because we violated the rule. Not uh, he, it, but as far as, as God is concerned, he's still keeping that covenant. He is there in agreement with what he has spoken. And then he, he lavishes his unfailing love. That's a part of the covenant. He lavishes his unfailing love. His favor is there. It is upon us. Uh, it's upon those who love and obey his command. It's always there. But it is upon those who love and obey his commands. And when, you, when the Bible speaks of lavishing, it speaks of smearing over you completely, fully, in excess, in abundance. Uh, so uh, the love of God uh, is so big until uh, it's more than enough. It's always covering all of our faults, bringing us back to a state that the grace of God can be fitted upon us. That's the righteousness of God. Can be fitted upon us, tailor-made for us, and give us more than enough that we have enough to bless somebody else. And so I want to encourage you today to allow uh, his commands to be your first action. Uh, as uh, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God, 
He is righteousness, and all these things shall be added. So it is our responsibility to seek first the kingdom of God and watch him add to us. Now, verse 10 says, but he does not hesitate to punish and to destroy those who rejected him or rejected his commandments. Uh, he does not hesitate. Yes, he is lenient, and he give us an opportunity. Oh, uh, when when we look at what happened in the old uh, in the Old Testament and uh, times past, even in New Testament, God was lenient and he held held back his wrath. But uh, because of 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 what where we are now, he. He's leaning and holding back Israel even more because of the grace of God that has been given to us to keep us. So we must understand that he will punish and destroy those who reject him. And then it says, therefore, you must obey all these commands. Yes, uh, and when it says, all these commands, it says everything, everything. Remember, the Bible is the, the whole Bible is the Word of God, not not just some of it. A lot of us like to take bits and pieces, the one that ones that we like. No, but the whole Bible is the Word of God. The New Testament is our faith and practice, our government and discipline. Uh, we uh, we we don't have a a book that uh, can be written by mankind and say, this is our discipline. No, we the, the Bible is our discipline. It is our faith. We believe it. We, it, it is our practice. Yes, uh, our relationship with it. When, when we practice it, we have a relationship with God. Uh, it is our faith, our practice, our government, and it is our discipline. When we step out of line, it shows us the back to the path of righteousness, and it nudges us back to that. Whatever uh, it, it takes uh, to bring us back, that we are in the purpose of God, it is available to us because of the actions of God. And uh, it's, it's, it, it, that which regulates us. It's a regulatory. It regulates us. And uh, then remember that every day is today and God is giving you uh, the guidelines and the disciplines and, and the direction uh, that you should live by, the discipline that, that you should live by. Day by day, uh, that word is there to guide you. So in order to know God, you must know his word. In order to know the word, uh, you must allow yourself to get in the word and get the word in you. Uh, you cannot intellectually know the word. It is a spiritual word, so you must get involved in that word, learn to practice that word, get that word in you. That word become a living word in you. It advances your knowledge. Uh, to the, uh, of the awareness of God 
you start to think like him. You let the mind of Christ Jesus be in you. You let the mind of the master be the master of your mind. Then you are elevated to the place of mastermind. So I want to encourage you today. Don't allow the devil to steal God's favor off your life because when God's favor is stolen, the flavor of that, fa play, that, that, that favor you will never taste. You will never know. Uh, you, you, even if you taste it, you will never enjoy the, uh, the, 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 the flavor of it. Uh, it will be bland it will, uh, without having any authority or power. And so uh, we want to encourage you today, allow the Spirit of God to uh, enhance your taste buds for the flavor of the favor of God. And the Lord's will on tomorrow, we want to go further. We want to take you into the Psalms and uh, talk about the favor of God. God bless you. Uh, let us be prepared on tomorrow to hear what thus said the Lord of the about the favor of God. Now, each of you, I, I ask you, please, uh, allow the Spirit of God to bless you to get this word out. Yes, when I tell you, God bless you. Thank you for being with us. Sheila Port Warren, God bless you. Edith Biggums, God bless you. Shirley Foster, Pam Robinson, each of you, we praise God for you. And we look forward to what God is doing. Uh, God is so good. Amen. God is so good. And, you know, as I look in the, in the comment box, I thank God for those of you who allow the Spirit of God to add to your mind. Because uh, when you uh, receive revelation from God, and you post it in the comment box, that is saying to us, you have a deeper understanding of it. That is saying to us, and it helps. Glory to God. I may say something in a certain way, but God give it to you, and when God give it to you, somebody else see it, and you just help me to preach the word. So I want you to always feel free to let God speak through you. And uh, when he speaks through you, uh, that spoken word through you, somebody else sees it, and it, it enhances somebody's life. It straightens up somebody's life. It calls somebody else to walk in the path of righteousness. Glory to God. And then you, all you must do is apply to your life when they heard it from you, Glory to God. God will bless them to see it operating through you. So, uh, and seeing it operating through you is just a confirmation. Glory to God. It confirms what you have spoken. So, God bless you, uh, Edith. God bless you and Aaron, my uncle and auntie. Thank God for you. And I, I want to say to each of you, I'm praying for you, believing God for miracles. Sheila Ford Warren, God bless you. And 
We are so happy that each of you is here, and I pray that God will send the word, send the word that would enhance our lives every day, that we can fulfill the purpose. Without God's grace, without his favor, we can't fulfill our daily purpose. See, uh, <clears throat> some people only have a weekly purpose. They they show up in the building on, on Sunday morning and say, I'm at church, and they have one purpose, and that's only for that hour and a half, two hours uh, that they're in that building. When they come out, uh, what was in that building was left in that building, and they go out and they have another purpose, and that purpose is given to them by the devil. But because of those of you who will allow the grace of God to flow upon you, the mercy of God to flow in you and through you, the word of God to become a living word in you, you fulfill daily purpose. God wants you to day by day give him the first fruits of that day. God, God's purpose is that, that you realize the relationship as a child of God that you have with him. Realize that and stop trying to do his job. Your purpose is to allow God to fulfill his purpose. And uh, when you let him and you declare to him, Lord, your will be done in this life as it is in heaven. I tell you, life will become so easy because uh, the Spirit of God will live life through you rather than you going day by day, hustling and toiling and working, trying to live life. And because you're trying to do it from a natural standpoint, you're so busy working, you're so busy trying to make a life until you you don't you're never able to make a living. So God bless you. Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord give you his peace. That peace of God which surpasses all understanding. That peace of God that you are blessed with from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. I pray that you can understand that you are, are wrapped up in the blessings of God, in the, the, the relationship that you have with him. Uh, it is totally, it is totally in command of the life of God living in you. Uh, and he wants you to relinquish your command, your, your rule, your, your he wants want you to relinquish it to him, that he can live that life through. You see, we, the natural man, cannot live the life of God without the Spirit of God living it through us. So uh, <clears throat> I say to you, God bless you all, love you all, that God will take control. And uh, Edith, tell Uncle Aaron, I say, uh, I love him and I'm praying for him. And uh, I, all the time I think about how blessed, how, uh, when I was up there, how you guys traveled 
for miles to visit me in the hospital, you know. That that that's a kindness that never go unnoticed. I I think about that many a times. You know, it's only the grace of God that would extend the love of God in such a sense that people will leave their comfort zone to be a blessing to somebody else. So we praise God for all that He's doing. Thank God for each of you. We are praying for you and believe in God for his miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord give you his peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.